Welcome to 1001 Good Nights, a podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Follow along with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they explore the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. Hey, Ben. Hey, Nick. I... Uh, don't want to push through any boundaries, but do you feel comfortable talking about the plot of Grumpy Monkey by Suzanne Lang? Absolutely. Oh, good. I wouldn't, want to, I wouldn't want to force you to do anything <laughs> that, you, that you don't want to do. Yeah, so Grumpy Monkey, fairly straightforward plot. There, One day there is a um, uh, monkey in the jungle named Jim Pansy. Um, <laughs> Classic. And he... <laughs> He's kind of having a bad day. Uh, the, the sun was too bright. The sky was too blue. The bananas were too sweet. And his, uh, he, he meets various friends. His friend Norman, uh, the gorilla, says, thinks he looks grumpy. And Jim insists, oh, I'm not grumpy. And then he meets a, another um, couple more animals who all insist that he looks grumpy. And each time he tries to, you know, he tries to smile a little bit more. He tries to stop being so hunched over. He start, tries to, um, you know, not furrow his brow so much. And then finally, after all this modification, he finally kind of looks happy in sort of this fake forced way, um, but he didn't feel happy inside. Right. Uh, and so he, he continues out through the jungle and all these jungle animals start giving him advice about, you know, he should stroll with the peacocks and he should roll around with the, the zebras. And he should lie in the grass with the, the lions, all these things to try and help him not be grumpy. Um, and everyone keeps asking him, you know, Jim, why, why, why are you so grumpy? Um, and finally, there, there's this. And they also, high... and, and there's an addition. They also say, it's such a wonderful it's day. Such a wonderful day, yeah. right? Because it's such a wonderful day, and he finally loses it. And there's this page that with this kind of this bright like red, and he's beating his chest, and he says, "I'm not grumpy," um, and he kind of shouts that, and then he storms off. Um, but then very quickly, he sort of he feels a little bit sorry for having yelled at his friends, but mostly sorry for himself. And he kind of has a moment of self-awareness and realizes like, Hey, maybe I am um, a little bit grumpy. Then he bumps back into his friend, Norman, um, (laughs) who's looking kind of grumpy. um, And Jim asks him, what's the matter? Ask him if he's grumpy. And Norman says, no, I I dance with a porcupine and he's got all these porcupine quills stuck in him. (laughs) So the, 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 the final scene is kind of, they're both sitting on a branch in the tree, kind of silhouetted by the setting sun. And, um, Jim kind of comes to the realization that, you know what, it's, it's okay to be grumpy. It, being grumpy hurts, um, just like Norman, the quills in Norman, but he'll probably get over it. And you know what, it's a good day to be grumpy. And, and, uh, and then he, he already starts to feel a little bit better. Um, so that's kind of the, how'd I do? Is that a, no, that, yeah, that's right. Anything? Decent roundup. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think, uh, I don't know what you, this is, we've had this one for a while, but you guys are maybe a little fresher to it. So what, what was your guys' uh, yeah, this is what it was. It? Uh, our kids love it. They really oh, love okay. they, Well, they really love They're Well, they're, they're very, uh, invested in trying to figure out like what's wrong with them. And like, they, yeah. they really, they, 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 like the, the stakes of the book really seemed accessible to them. Hmm. And they they do love the the, the porcupine spot. They they also they they along with the other animals want to know why he's grumpy, and they're like and they're very concerned to know is he really grumpy and what's going on. And they're yeah, also and, interested. And shout they, out they, to they, Max Lane, the illustrator, who just right. like he looks so right. grumpy, like the yeah. way <laughs> it's like the picture of grumpiness, um, which I think is 
part of that. Like why? Because my, my kids are the same way. They're they're just really yeah, and, like. And he and, looks bad. He looks and in even bad the, shape. The, the cover. I mean, it, like if we bought this uh, from Amazon because you recommended it, but I think if my kids had seen it in the bookstore, they would have they would have picked up the book because of the cover. Because as soon as it arrived and like we opened up the the, the wrapping, they go, oh. Like what's going on with him? Like why is he so angry? Why is he grumpy? Right. That you know, so they, they they were right off, right off the bat. They they shared the other animals' curiosity, and I think too it works. Another reason it works so well is because, I mean, I think typically like the stereotype of uh, monkeys in children's books anyway is that they're kind of like silly and jokey, right? Um, right, mischievous. Yeah, yeah. But this very like serious and grumpy and melancholic. Uh, so yeah. The, I think that, that doesn't that doesn't uh, appreciate other animals' attempts to get him to lighten up, <laughs> right? Well, the opposite it, of the typical, usually the monkey that's trying to you know st- stir things up and yeah, the class clown. He's got he's always joking around and um, yeah. So I think it, you're right. Like I think um, both narratively and visually, it, it's really like the puzzle of the whole thing just like hits you over the head right away. Um, and I think that kind of carries you through. Um, Cause it's not like, it's not a super short, I mean, it's not a long book, but it's, um, it, it definitely for a, a rel, I don't know. What do you think the target age range on this is? Oh, I have, I have no idea. I mean, my, my kids like it in their two and four. I mean, I think, but I think yeah. that's about, that seems about right. I right. They're, they're pretty squarely, both, both of them. It's one of those books that both of them are very into and that's not, that's not always the case. So. Yeah. Um, and this, and it's also one that we, my, girls were into when we first got it which was maybe two years ago and um so when they were like i don't know one and three and now they're um you know three and five and they're they're both like we kind of brought it back out recently after it was on kind of hiatus for a while and they're both like super into it again and and a little bit now that they're older it's kind of fun because they're a little more um they have like a little bit bigger vocabulary for emotions and, you know, trying to like querying, like, how does he look? And, you know, is he frustrated? Is he mad? Is he sad? Yeah. And how, how grumpy is even a different thing than angry, which is like, yeah. a, like it's, it's not just the binary of angry or happy or sad or happy, but the grumpy is, is a shade of that. And it's almost, it's a little like, um, I mean, just personally, when I think of grumpy, it's like, you feel bad, but you don't know why. And it's, it's kind of a social emotion too. Like it, you grumpiness usually comes out like in the, someone in the context of other people, you're not feeling like as good as you should be. And other people kind of notice it, or at least you're aware that maybe other people are noticing it. So it's, it's one of those like very social, kind of like shame. Maybe it's kind right. of, one of those particularly social emotions. Um, so you've told the plot, but do you feel like there's, there's like a, a moral or a less, or at least a conclusion the book reaches? Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think, um, and then well, you, you, that it's, that it's like, is it, that, is it as simple as it's okay to be grumpy? Yeah. I mean, I, I think like, I don't think you have to read too much into it. I, I think that's a big part of it is that it's, um, everybody sort of learn, you, you know, the, what Jim has to sort of learn is that he, he, some he is grumpy because most of the book he's denying it. He's in right? denial. He, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, well, 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 talk to me about this this uh, book as a psychologist. Um, <laughs> like, does is this like? I should know. I'm a, I'm a people psychologist, not a. Right, right, okay, uh, that's that's fine. Like, but 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 say and maybe actually not really so much like if if Jim Penzi was a patient of yours, but say like if you're 
if you're Norman, like does Nor- does Norman handle it poorly by trying to cheer Jim up? Like does he do the wrong thing by like trying to get Jim to adopt these outward postures of like fake it till you make it or or this will cheer you up. It's such a nice day. It's a shame to be grumpy on this kind of this this real nice day. Or or telling does he does he do the wrong thing by telling other people that that uh, Jim is grumpy? Which I will say is when you are grumpy, there's nothing worse than other people contradicting you about being grumpy and telling other people that you're like, uh, you might want to watch out. Like you might want to tread softly around Jim today. He's work. He's woke up with a case of Mondays or, or, or something like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know in terms of what he does right or wrong. Um, I think the, uh, yeah. So I think w- one of the, the messages is that um, it's important to be, I don't know, understanding of like, Hey, even though you think it's a great day and it's the perfect day to be chipper and happy and active and cheerful, like that might not be the case for everybody. Um, and it's not that crazy to think that even though the sun's shining, like someone might be having an off day, um, which they just, they seem kind of, the rest of the animals seem kind of delusional about, or a little like obstinate about like, no, there's gotta be something wrong with you. Like how come you're not just like over the moon for this awesome day? So I think that's part of it is, is learning to be a little bit more, um, I mean, just kind of sensitive and aware of how other people are feeling, but, the, but then also it, it's, it's a little bit of a, um, the moral is kind of, um, don't pathologize something just because it's, um, it fe- just because something feels bad doesn't mean something's wrong. Right. You know, like well, just because. Or, or that it's happens. not, not, not a, like a natural part of it. I mean, this is kind of the inside out, like part of it where it's like yeah. sadness is a part of, of joy and that, that, that they're, that they're related in some way. But I, I I was interested by what you said about how grumpiness is kind of a social thing and that it's something that I've noticed with my own children is that it can be hard to do things with grumpy people, especially if they won't admit that they're grumpy. Yes. So <laughs> I, I get that like sometimes people need space to be grumpy and that you, you can't ungrumpy somebody, by just telling them that, like, that actually it's a beautiful day. So there's no reason to be grumpy. That's that, that, that seems wrong. But then it's very hard to do things with people if they're not admitting they're grumpy. And then it's like, well, do you want to, you know, uh, read this book or play cards or do something and they're like, no. And it's like, well, why not? And then the answer is because they're grumpy and like everything is terrible right now, <laughs> but they're, they're sort of like picking up like other pretexts or sometimes, I mean, I, I, I this, this is just more like a parenting question. Like sometimes like, well, Jack, maybe you should just go be grumpy in your room. And he's like, I'm not grumpy. <laughs> so I don't, it's like, we're well, making me grumpy. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, that's, and that's why I kind of hesitated on that. Like, did Norman do the wrong thing by yeah. like trying to get him to dragging him through all these activities and trying to get him to cheer up? Cause I think, I think, yes, he should have been like, just kind of trying to force someone to be chipper and cheerful is, is probably not a great idea. But on the other hand, I think, I think the, one of the really important takeaways from this is how, like he they're always together right they even if they briefly kind of go their separate ways what i mean that that very kind of like the the final scene is they're both there together right the two of them and they've and so that he never norman like yeah he kind of drags him through all these fake it till you make it exercises but he kind of sticks with him you know And, and in the end like that's helpful to that that's like the trigger for Jim kind of realizing he, he sees like Norman going through this thing of, yeah, he got stuck by the the porcupine and Norman says like, 
you know, it hurts now, but like, I'll probably, I'll be fine. Like, it's not, it's not that big a deal. It's not the end of the world. And Jim has this insight of like, well, just kind of like physical pain feels bad in the moment, but usually right. it will be okay. It doesn't mean anything's like broken in you usually. Right. The same thing is true of like our emotions. Like just because we feel grumpy now doesn't mean there's something wrong with me or something's off or, or damaged. It's just that right. happens. Sometimes you're grumpy and um, it's a little bit, um, yeah, it's, 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 you can kind of get through that a little bit faster or better if you have um, good people around you, I think. So it's complicated. Like, I, I don't know that he does, that Norman does the wrong thing necessarily. And I think he does a lot right in terms of, and that that's how I think of it when, like, when my kids are grumpy is that um, you, you want to kind of give them space. Um, you don't want to, like, force them to be, <laughs> uh, to be super active or, or cheerful or whatever. Right. Um, but, but I think they also want to know that, like, um, it's okay that you can, you just kind of carry on. Um, and you know, you sort of continue to invite them to participate and it's not a big deal if they do, it's not a big deal if they don't. Um, and I think what that communicates is it's okay that they feel the way they feel, even if it, right. even if it feels bad, that doesn't mean it is bad or they're bad for feeling that way. Yeah. And, and like, uh, Jim never tells Norman, like, I want to be alone. And then Jim like does like fails to respect the boundary. They, they, they very right. much like continue hanging out in spite of the grumpiness and like the, 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 you know, how ineffective animals are at cheering them up. Yeah. I think that, I think that makes sense. Can we also just say how the, how great the names are <laughs> like, um, and I think maybe you've, you mentioned this to me before that Jim Panzee is an awesome name, but I really like that the, the author did not force, like try and force something yeah. for everybody. Like, like Jim Panzee. Yeah. Like it, it's, yeah. it's not like, it's, I don't know, I'm going to show how uncreative I am, but like to try and like make some kind of like, you know, Norman's a gorilla, but it's not like Gariella or something like that to go along with, you know, <laughs> right. chimpanzee. And in fact, uh, it's the opposite. Chimpanzee. It's Norman. <laughs> Norman. But then other ones, you do have snake. So it's like, yeah, this guy's snake. It, right. I mean. Um, and then the, um, the little like, I don't know what he is, like a, some kind of bird is Marubu. So this yeah. more kind of exotic. So it's just all over the place. These names are all over the place, which is yeah. awesome. Uh, it would not be an, uh, one of our episodes without, without saying this is a little bit like the, the, the names in uh, our animal friends at Maple Hill Farm, which, mm. which, which I feel like has similar, like sometimes it's very complicated. Sometimes it's just like old hen or, or, or some, something like that. Other other hen. I think. Other hen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like other hen. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I, I feel like this is really one of those books that does, it does just about everything well. Like it doesn't have any, weak spots really like everything from the the like the things like the naming but even to like i one of the things i'm really impressed with the more and more as i read it is the the pacing it's got really good flow it's like really it's got good momentum it's fun to kind of read and especially as things kind of um like at the beginning it starts off kind of it's kind of slow paced but then things kind of build as more and more animals try and get him to do more and more stuff until the, it, you reach like this breaking point where he there's like the red page with him banging his chest saying i'm not grumpy you know kind yeah. of yelling and so the the you know it's good that the kind of form of the book kind of uh reflects the what's going on with jim right do, and then do, it your, turns, do, do your kids like react to the i'm not grumpy page do oh, they yeah, get we, that, like, we all like yell even though he's he's saying i'm not grumpy like it's clear that the way that he's doing it proves that he is grumpy. Like the, the, do they get kind of that? 
Oh, I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think my kids, I don't, I don't think my kids do. I, I would, I would guess not. Um, I don't do know. We've talked about this, but I don't, I don't do tons of querying like about what my kids like for better or worse. I'm not sure. Like I, sometimes I think I should do more of that to see, to try and get a little more insight into what they're thinking it just, about it. But yeah, have less like bedtime stories and more so like bedtime, like panel discussions. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, um, this is gonna be the grumpy monkey symposium no i mean i don't think my kids pick up on that either i, I think my my kids delia's at the age where she's just sort of sorted out that there are bad guys and good guys and she just assumes mm. from the very beginning the grumpy monkey is a bad guy based on his based on his scowl and so for, not a bad assumption <laughs> right and you know that most of the characters that like that sort of like are scowling and like you know uh walking or and and walking around even when he's like, there, there's that when he has that that horrible rictus of a smile when he's pretending. Oh yeah, like he does. He does look pretty sinister. And so she's just like, <laughs> like, oh, I don't know, that's like, like written all over. <laughs> 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 so that's what she's just trying to. She's not trying to. She's not looking for other honors. She's just trying to figure out, like, you know, is how trustworthy is this guy? But then at the end, like, he looks, he looks really sweet at the end. So yeah. that's yeah, really yeah. reassuring. Yeah, and that it's it, the illustrations are amazing. I did have, um, I, I think my my oldest daughter is definitely um, relating to this more. She in the scene after he after that big dramatic like I'm not grumpy and then he storms off. You see him kind of sitting very kind of self pitifully um, on a little branch by the water, and he look he looks very like like he's about to cry kind of. And and she goes, <laughs> she tells me, it looks like Jim needs some alone time. <laughs> 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 sage, sage. Um, so she's clearly like relating uh on some level but yeah i i, I don't know i feel it's just one of these like really comprehensive like really well done i even love how like the illustrations there's in almost every page there are these little tiny animals that you would miss unless you were like really paying attention um just like these fun little, like there, there'll be like a random little turtle somewhere and you, you won't even like notice it unless you're, you're really paying attention. I've um, never noticed those before. I've, I was yeah. I'm, I'm the, I'm the in, inattentive reader that now I'm looking at, yeah, there's like a lizard, usually some kind of like tiny little reptile or something. Yeah. Little centipedes hanging out all over the place. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a solid one. Um, I like that. I like that comparison to inside out. I hadn't really thought about that interestingly, but yeah, I think it's kind of similar. It's, um, like like the sadness characters, she's kind right, of frumpy. With, with the, yeah, the, and then the idea is like you want to root out sadness, but that's not actually the correct way to sort of. Yeah, Joyce uh, tells her to stand in the circle, <laughs> right, <laughs> over there and don't move, which is tempting to when you have someone who's like the one grumpy person who's just really like ruining the family height because they're so bring, grumpy. No, I mean, want them to be quarantine, stand over there, yeah, <laughs> stop infecting the rest of us. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I recognize that that Norman was kind of blundering, but it's just really hard not to Norman when you've got somebody like stalking around on a beautiful day through the jungle, saying that he's not grumpy. It's like, well, I mean, like clearly, I I, I don't want to just like shout at you that you are grumpy. That seems wrong. So maybe I could try to cheer you up. That <laughs> that does seem like a a very human impulse of, of, of yeah, Norman the grunt. But you kind of see at the end, you see that n not only does Jim. Um, learn something but norman does too because when jim says um norman asks him are you still grumpy and jim says yes but i'll probably feel better soon enough too um for now i need to be grumpy norman says it's a wonderful day to be grumpy 
Yeah. So he, I think he kind of, he gets it. Like they both kind of learn um, over the course of the story. That is, that is a, a rare moment in friendship when, when two friends can learn two different lessons uh, simultaneously in companionship. So that's, <laughs> but that's, I mean, think about that's, like, that's what our podcast is, Nick. <laughs> so <it's, laughs> um, but that, isn't that how, like, I feel like that's how parenting feels. You're, you're yes. both like sort of bumbling through like the story and then, every once in a while you have these kind of moments where you both kind of realize like, all right, I got it now. Like that. Yeah, I see, yeah. I see how I went astray with that one. Yeah. I'll try to do better next time. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, check out our other content at 1001goodnights.com and help us out with a rating on your podcast platform of choice.